At Online MedEd, we walk you through every topic in detail, so you're ready for the boards and awards. Vaginal bleeding in the reproductive age means that you have to give consideration to the potential that you might be pregnant. In this lesson, what I want to talk about is ectopic pregnancies and abortions. Let's start off with abortions. A normal intrauterine pregnancy that is going to go through a spontaneous abortion will pass through several predictable phases. And they have to go through one phase to get to the next. This is somebody who is going to have a spontaneous abortion, baby's coming out, this is what happens. An intrauterine pregnancy turns into a threatened abortion. At this point, if you put her on bed rest, you may be able to resume the pregnancy as normal. But after threatened, it will continue on to completion. A threatened abortion becomes inevitable. Inevitable becomes incomplete. And when it's all done, it is considered complete. And because it doesn't fit into this framework, a missed abortion is on its own. That is, baby's dead. Mom should expel it, but her body doesn't recognize that it's dead, so it isn't. Your job will be to determine what phase is she in, and you're going to use the passage of contents what her cervical os is doing and what the ultrasound shows. And you're going to need to be able to define each of these phases. An intrauterine pregnancy is going to have, of course, no passage of contents, a closed os, because you want baby to stay in, and the ultrasound will show a live baby. This is a regular checkup. There should be nothing that prompts you to do an investigation. She probably has not bled. But if she has a little bit of vaginal bleeding, she may be in a threatened abortion. And a threatened abortion is going to be distressing because there's bleeding, but there's no passage of contents, the os is closed, and the ultrasound shows a live baby. This may be the very beginning of a spontaneous abortion, but it may also be normal. So bed rest, you may be able to resume the pregnancy as normal. It becomes inevitable when baby is dead. There's not any passage of contents yet. But mom's os is opening, and it is ready to expel a dead baby. An incomplete abortion is one that is still going. There has been a passage of clots or fetal parts. The os is still open because there's more to come, and the ultrasound might show retained parts. That is, she hasn't finished expelling them all just yet. And a complete abortion is when everything is done. There was passage of contents, clots, parts. The os is now closed because she's done, and there's nothing on the ultrasound. Put this into perspective. The missed abortion has a dead baby. But mom does not know it happened, so there was no passage of contents, and her os is closed. There's a couple of ways you can help mom along. Medical management involves misoprostol, particularly in the first trimester. 
you may have to induce delivery of a dead baby, and for that you can use oxytocin, and in the case of a missed abortion, and if your ultrasound shows that she doesn't have everything out, or she wants to hurry this up and get it done, you can use a DNC. But don't forget that all Rh-negative mothers need to be given Rogam. If there's a potential that baby is Rh positive. We talk more about that in the obstetrics lecture. The only goal you have is to identify which abortion it is based on the passage of contents, also an ultrasound, and don't forget there's a couple of therapies you can do to help her along. That's abortion. Let's talk a little bit about ectopic pregnancies. That is what happens when someone is UPT positive and is having vaginal bleeding. And they may not have yet been diagnosed with the pregnancy. The reflex is to take a look at baby, get a transvaginal ultrasound. That transvaginal ultrasound might just show you, hey, you're pregnant. And if you see something in the uterus, you need to give consideration to one of three things. A molar pregnancy, with a snowstorm pattern, a normal pregnancy, or an abortion. Where it's the bleeding that had you look. We just talked about abortions. Babies, a normal pregnancy can have a little bit of vaginal bleeding, especially vaginal spotting. In the molar pregnancy that has a snowstorm pattern, we talk about in gestational trophoblastic disease. The treatment involves evacuation, the suction curatage, putting her on OCP so she can't become pregnant and monitoring the beta-HCG to ensure that it stays at zero to make sure she doesn't develop choriocarcinoma. Blown through this quickly because we just talked about abortions and we have this stuff in obstetrics and gestational trophoblastic disease. If that transvaginal ultrasound very clearly shows an ectopic pregnancy, and ectopic pregnancies are discussed in greater detail in the Agnexal Masses Lecture, but you need to decide what to do about it. What you're going to do is use the ultrasound and the beta quant. That is the beta HCG in the blood. What you're looking for is, has there been rupture? If the fallopian tube has ruptured, or there's hemodynamic instability, you go in and do a salpingectomy. You remove the fallopian tube. If there's no rupture, and she's hemodynamically stable, you can do instead a salpingostomy. You open up the tube, suck out the ectopic, close it back up again. Or you can use medical therapy, and that medical therapy will be methotrexate with or without leucovorin. To do medical therapy with methotrexate, you have to meet certain criteria. And I'm going to say it out loud that if you use 8,003 centimeters, success rate will be higher. We now have evidence for 5,003.5 centimeters. In order to use methotrexate, you must meet a certain set of criteria. That is, the beta HCG should be less than 5,000. The gestational size of the fetus should be less than 3.5 centimeters. There should be no fetal heart tones, and mom should not have been on folate. 
Generally, you're going to do surgery, but medical therapies exist. What I want you to realize is that you can still use methotrexate and leucovorin even if it doesn't meet this criteria. But for the test, you should see these as hard stops because the chances of successful abortion with methotrexate with or without leucovorin requires a very early gestational age, low beta quant, low size, no fetal heart tones. If any of these things are not the case, fetus may be too far along to be aborted medically. So, it will require surgical removal of an ectopic. But the way you can really impact someone's life and the way you can score points on the test is by deciding what to do when you don't see anything. It's neither intrauterine nor ectopic. At this point, you want to use the beta quant, the beta HCG in the blood. The UPT is just qualitative, positive or negative. The beta quant gives you an actual number. There is a discriminatory zone between 1500 and 2000 in which if it is more than that, you should be able to see an intrauterine pregnancy. Therefore, if the beta quant is greater than or equal to 1500, recognizing that some people use 2000, you should be able to see an intrauterine pregnancy and if you don't, you treat it like an ectopic. If the beta quant is above the discriminatory zone, and you do not clearly see an intrauterine pregnancy, treat it like an ectopic. If the beta quant is below the discriminatory zone, less than 1500, recognizing that some people use 2000, it's too soon to tell. And so what you do is have her come back in 48 hours and repeat the beta quant. 4 the test, if the beta quant doubles, it is an intrauterine pregnancy and you're good to go. For the test, if it fails to double, it means that it is ectopic. If it is an intrauterine pregnancy, all women will have an increase of the beta HCG by about 50%. The vast majority will have an improvement of the beta HCG by 75%. But if it doubles, you are guaranteed to have an intrauterine pregnancy. What I want you to remember for the test is that the beta quant should double. For life, what I want you to realize is that an increase of the beta HCG that isn't double doesn't necessarily mean for sure ectopic. For the test, double. For life, improvement in the beta HCG, which is pretty close, probably still counts. All right. What we talked about in this lesson was ectopic pregnancies, primarily the focus being on what to do with the beta quant when the ultrasound is negative and you're not sure if you have an ectopic or an intrauterine pregnancy. If you have an ectopic, you can review this in the Nexel Masses lecture, salpingectomy, salpingostomy, or medications. And we talked about abortions, identifying which abortion it is based on the passage of contents, the os, and the ultrasound, recognizing that this occurs in a progressive pattern, and all you're doing is characterizing where they are along their spontaneous abortion. That is vaginal bleeding, reproductive age,
pregnant.